Hello, everybody. Welcome to the brand new podcast that myself, Andrew Walker, my brother-in-law, Raymond Harnack, are going to start. It's called Netflix and Kill. And we want to talk about original Netflix shows, uh, both TV series and films. Uh, over the last couple of years, Netflix has been pumping hundreds of millions of dollars in the original content. And they've been producing great stuff. And uh, for the first episode today, we want to talk about Punisher Season 2. Raymond, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, Raymond Harnack. Uh, been, uh, Age, sex, location? Yeah, I'm a <laughs> 39 dude. Um, Lake Orion, Michigan. Live in Lake Orion, Michigan. I've been, uh, you know, a large consumer of pop culture for most of my life. Uh, and I'm opinionated, so yeah, this um took me a little bit longer than usual, but I watched I finished the Punisher series uh, a little late, I guess, but um yeah, it was enjoyable. I guess it let me digest it a little bit better. Yes, a little bit about myself. I'm also in my 30s, 34, Lake Orion, Michigan, consumer of pop culture, not unlike Raymond himself. Uh. Yeah, we, w- we just wanted to talk about uh, these things. Both Raymond and I love stories. We love fiction. We love heroes. And uh, Netflix has been putting out a lot of good stuff lately, especially with Marvel. And, yeah, we want to talk about Punisher Season 2. So let's just dive right into the characters. Let's talk about the man of the hour himself, Frank Castle, played by John Bernthal. What do you think of Mr. Bernthal? I enjoy him. Um quite a bit uh it took me a while to get past a few of the aesthetic choices the caster made like uh, no blue eyes that <laughs> potato nose big potato nose and uh it's probably been broken about 17 times he's now. he is six two but in the show he he, he doesn't look that no, tall i wouldn't have guessed that right i would so say five, i would have said taller. five ten right right <laughs> i love bray stevens he's my favorite punisher from uh Pretty terrible. Uh, Warzone, I believe. Punisher Warzone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember when it came out. I did not see it. Um, I mean, that movie's rather horrid, but also amazing in equal <laughs> parts. Sure, sure. So bad it's good. Um, it's like both. It's it's so bad it's good, but it's also kind of good, too. Like, she does a really good job of uh, the director. She did a really good job of um, replicating, like, panel for panel a lot of the scenes from the Punisher Warzone um mo- comic comic series. okay and she would like defer to the fans quite a bit too okay well yeah. that's that's yeah. always good yeah. uh and what you you mentioned that he's taller in real life than he looks in the show i would say compared to the guy who plays jigsaw who is a tall lanky guy his he's played by uh, ben barnes also a great actor and also i didn't know he was british because his american accent great. is flawless I was going to say, a lot of the time when British people try to do American accents, they kind of overcompensate oh. for the R's. He is 5'11". Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, you're... But, you're, but yeah. still, he, he yeah. does look a little shorter. Anyway, the actor Ben Barnes, who plays Jigsaw, British, great American accent. Yeah, uh, that crew cut, though, or that buzz cut he had, I was not feeling <laughs> that at all, but whatever. Yeah. Um. He is excellent. He's good. He's, he's great. Um, 
I, I, I couldn't imagine how hard it would be to act and be like distraught on seeing how many times they had to oh yeah make him do it. Uh, he, he fought for a couple of the scenes, but for the most part, he I, did he did pretty well. You know. Yes, absolutely, and uh, we can talk about a couple of the new characters from season two. Um, the character who I was very interested in was, I believe his name is John Pilgrim, played by Josh Stewart. At the beginning of the series, you, you see him, he has some faded tattoos, and he seems to be a man of God, and his wife is sick, and he, he leaves. Over the series, you find out he does have a violent past, a troubled past, and... Uh, they allude to it, but they're like, with the culture today, they were too afraid to just say what he was. Sure, sure. You know, we all knew what he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, you know? I, I thought he was great. Uh, the actor... Uh, Josh Stewart, who he looked familiar, but I don't remember s- seeing him in things. I'm going to look him up very quickly. Josh Stewart, he had a small role. He was Bane's right hand man in The Dark Knight Rises. No I kidding. guess I guess that's where I'd seen him. Not a very big part, but that's where I recognize him from. Um, he was an awesome character. He was he was great. Three dimensional, not not just another, you know, flat. I related to him quite a bit, Billy. not on the Aryan Brotherhood thing, but <laughs> um, been that dude, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Um, then we have the young girl who Frank kind of, what would you say, protects and kind of keeps... Yeah, like, I, you know, he looked at her as a daughter figure, I feel, and yes. he projected yes. that, you know, the, his grief onto that. That's what I felt. Um and I think he got sucked in because he realized how screwed she was, and um, she was like oblivious to it. Yes, innocently. I don't Innocent, know if that's what they were was, trying to do. She was young. She yeah, she uh, got no. away with a lot. She's a scammer, but was in way overhead. Maybe absolutely. Yeah. Um, we we can talk about a couple other characters. Um. Agent Madani, played by, her, her name is Amber Rose Reva. I thought she was great. Also, another British actor who does a great American accent. You don't know she's really no British. Wow. Yeah, she's very beautiful, lovely. Um, and then we have uh, uh, the character Karen from Daredevil. She makes an appearance later on in the series. She's great. I, she's played by Deborah Ann Wolf. Wolf, uh, Wolf, W O L L, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I think the for most of the Netflix series original shows, the casting has been great. Uh, certainly true for Marvel. Uh, Jessica Jones, I think, was a, is a great show. Of course, they're all getting canceled now, and hopefully brought back by Disney in the future. We'll see. Yeah, or Hulu, who knows? Um. I also wanted to talk about two, I, I, got, I should say three great fight scenes, and we can add more fight scenes if we want. In the first episode when they're at the bar, pretty much that entire episode takes place at the bar or in a hotel room. Um, and I like episodes of shows where they're called bottle episodes where mo- majority of the action takes place in one location. And you find out things over the course about characters over the course of the episode and I think those are always cool episodes. Well, it wasn't but it's very linear either. 
it was all over the place. It, it bounced. It was. A bit, it was a, which is good. Yes, when done well. Yes, uh, the fight scene at the bar is very brutal. Like, like a lot of these Marvel fight scenes are, especially Daredevil. But Punisher has some very brutal scenes. Uh, then there's the scene. I I forgot which episode it was. I believe five or six, where he uh, Punisher is fighting some Russian mobsters in the gym, and they're <laughs> knocking the crap out of each other with barbells and stuff. And then in the final episode, when Frank fights John Pilgrim in the hotel room, and they're just blasting through hotel walls and everything, it's uh, very cool. Extremely violent, but very cool. What were some of your uh, favorite yeah. scenes? No, I... um That... When she runs into the bathroom, right, and he chases her in there, and she's about to get killed, um, they shut the bathroom door, and he just lets himself in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was brutal. Uh, he was punching women right in the face. Yeah. Um, more than one. Yeah. Uh, but they were well-trained. Uh, it was really good. Um, was that all one continuous shot? Because, man, they they love that lately. I wouldn't just blame it all on the Marvel scenes either. Um, a lot of filmmakers do it because, it. honestly, it looks awesome. It does look awesome, and and it, 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 it proves that you can you know your stuff and you can pull off camera angles and. Well, I found out everything. a lot of them edit it post. It's a lot of it's in post production. They it CG is. some of it and like well you know they th- like feather it all together perfectly, but it looks fantastic. Yes. Um, uh, Daredevil did that at least twice from what I can remember. There were some great scenes that were two or three minutes long and like you said seemed to like to the casual viewer one continuous shot and And it's it's beautiful to watch two or three with the punisher daredevil i don't recall i want to say it's season two um where he fights he has that big huge prison fight oh yes that's all one shot that is season two um and that was that's probably the most brutal fight but they tried to recapture it with the russian fight scene Mm -hmm. um other scenes, well, like, okay, we all know that the pod, like, Marvel's biggest issue, and I wouldn't say it's an issue where, like, it's a first-world problem for sure. They're all 13 episodes. Yes. And now, like, with a couple other new series coming out, they're 10 episodes. I think that's a little more maybe palatable because they sag a little. Mm-hmm. They sag. And I was – I enjoyed the downtime scenes, though, Um, with the – what's the girl's – her character, uh, the young girl? I don't recall the, her oh, name. I think it's Amy? Something, something like Amy. Well, there was two scenes of her just day to, doing day to day stuff, wasting time and being bored. Oh, when she's stuck in that room. She's stuck in yeah. Madani's apartment yes. and then stuck in the yes. trailer. Yep. They do that quite a bit, and man, they're really good about uh. I don't know if they're good, but they really like to pad it, man. Like you, you know, instead of mm-hmm. cutting scenes where you see a guy get out of the van and then open the door to the warehouse, they film him walking out of the van, locking it, right. checking and his gun, walking down a... I think that's a good thing, because like you said... It's more comic book-like. It, it, it is. It, it's visually mm-hmm. uh, better. Um, it allows the viewer to have a couple, at least a couple seconds to, for, your, for your brain to catch up, because a lot of these episodes, they're so action-packed at certain points that it is good to have, a little, like you said, a little bit of padding um just to kind of catch up um but yeah the 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 creators of the show are 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 very good at that and also with uh the other marvel shows i enjoyed the um 
bar scene where Jigsaw goes and meets his other broken um, and recruits the army guys. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the vets, yep. the traumatized vets. Yes. Um, to kind of show a duality versus what the the black character was trying to do. It was almost he was like trying to help them, he, and through the same yeah. camaraderie and, and yes. shared experience, though he manipulated them and abused them, where the other guy uh, mirrored it. You know, he mirrored it, it like a broken mirror, I guess, like Jigsaw, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And that was sad, but like, uh, you know, having, I think guys and all guys can relate to that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you got a group of buddies and. Uh, you're, like you're looking for the fellowship, but you like do bad stuff together for that, you know. Yes. Um, what else? Did I, I it was it was well done. Again, it, the only, my only problem is it sags. Um, I like that the the um pilgrim character ended up being like a decent human being mm-hmm. at the end too. I I I like that quite a bit, man. I like that. That fight scene was brutal too. Yeah, he he super brutal. He he tells Frank, Pilgrim tells Frank, you know, don't hurt my boys. Right, he, he's got two sons in that last episode. Um, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's not an all bad guy. At and, first, I thought he was manipulating Frank with that. Oh, okay. Like trying to get let his guard down so he could get him, but no, mm-hmm. he just ended up being yeah. But the guy, that fight scene, man, where he was sitting in the hotel room and he had fallen, right? He'd be like, maybe I'm no good. I'm going back to my old ways. Uh-huh. Um, very graphically, when he's pulling the teeth out of his oh, scalp yeah. and showing where he got knifed, and that would show back oh. um, to where that, that happened during that bar fight. That was – I love that. That was yeah. awesome. Yep. Super awesome. The uh, soundtrack is killer, too. The soundtrack is good. Um, before our show, you had mentioned the singer. His name is White Buffalo. The band, the group, or is the called Buffalo. White Buffalo. That song that they played when Frank um visited his family's gravesite. Gravesite, yeah, from the cemetery. Now, I I had to Spotify that song, not Spotify, uh, Shazam that song because I I honestly thought it was Eddie Vedder singing. <laughs> Well, like one of his solo stuff, sure. I think it sounds a lot like him and the type of music that Eddie Vedder's solo stuff is like. But I was surprised because I had never heard of uh, White Buffalo. Um, but I'm like, eh, he's he's a decent singer. I, I'm not a huge country fan or that type of music, but um, I appreciated it. Have you listened to more of their yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Um, there's another song by them I really like. I, I can't remember the name, but it's a, a war veteran song okay so i mean it's all pretty morose and kind of down and minor uh key and stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of their music so yeah it's it's really good um sounds like it's from the like timeless country it's really good you know yeah how how would you compare this show to the other marvel shows that you like or that you've watched on netflix like daredevil jessica jones um I don't know if you've watched all of Iron Fist or Luke Cage. How do you compare and contrast I Punisher with those? I, I think it's the second best after Luke Cage. I did like I did very much enjoy uh 
Daredevil as well. Um, but I thought it was well. It's very well written. I was a little bit um, off put at the angle they took, the choice they made with the Jigsaw character. In in when, in which way? Well, make it more like he's psych- psychologically traumatized, and that's where the scars are. Where just canonically, he's just his face is just completely butchered, and he's oh. a mobster. But I let that go. Um, that was an odd choice. But as far as the Punisher series goes, I greatly enjoyed enjoy them. Um, I don't know. I I I can't decide if they're my it's if it's my favorite or Luke Cage. They're pretty close. My personal favorite is Daredevil. He reminds me more of my favorite comic book hero, Batman. Um, I mean, he's not a detective, but still, he's a little more selective in who he beats up and kills compared to, um, say, Punish- Punisher's more brutal, in my opinion. Um, Punisher just kills you. Yeah. Daredevil, he's, he's a, uh, maybe a little more smart, I guess I would say, but... Um, I have not. I've only watched the pilot episode of Luke Cage. I liked it, um, but I just don't, haven't had the time yet to watch it. Most people have told me not to waste my time with Iron Fist, but I watched it just to be a completionist. I guess mm-hmm. um, it's it's not amazing. Yeah, uh, it's okay. It's watchable. Um, I really like Jessica Jones. Um, they just announced that that show was canceled as well, but they are going to release season three on Netflix. That's going to be the last Marvel thing. Of what? Of Jessica Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I, 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 I thought that's a great show. No, I enjoyed Jessica Jones quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I really like David Tennant in that first. Oh, yeah, his, uh, his character, uh, Kilgore. Yeah. I think that's his name. <laughs> He's, he's just great anyway, right? I that that's the only thing I've ever seen him in. I know he was uh, Doctor Who for a while, and he's been in a couple other things. That's the only time I've seen him is in Daredevil, but he was great. And I've heard other people say that he's great in everything else he does. Um, Surprised uh, the director, Lord of the Rings director, Peter Jackson. I'm surprised Peter Jackson hasn't gotten a hold of him yet. Why is that? I. You know, he's British, mm-hmm. uh, acts well, classically, so he should be in a Tolkien something. There's Perhaps. Quite a, there's quite a bit more of Tolkien for him to butcher. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Perhaps one day. And and we're getting a Tolkien biopic movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. That that looks great. Um, you're, you know a lot more about the Punisher canonically than I do. If if and when they do do a season three, whether it's on the Disney, the new Disney streaming or Hulu, where would you like to see them take Frank Castle? I'd like to see. Um, I, b- I believe it's Punisher War Journal, where he gets caught and goes to prison. Oh, and it's. But I guess they maybe tackle that. In, well, then Daredevil, the Daredevil a little bit. But you know he gets framed and every you know everything and he gets out. But I'd like them to see to do that. Um, I don't know, man, or just whatever. Just steal anything out of War Journal, really. 
Um, when did War Journal come out? Was that the 90s or 2000s? 80s? Oh, late 80s? Earlier stuff? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like as far as maybe where I'd like him to go, I don't know. I think he's maybe a best-served character when he shows up in other people's stuff. Like the Hulk? Yeah, and he just ruins everyone's day and then <laughs> yes. leaves. I think that's how I like him the best. Yes, when like we mentioned, when he was on, when they introduced him on Daredevil, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was great. He he might be like a Hulk character where he's better with other people. I don't know. Yeah, like Jack Black, you know? <laughs> Jack Black is just better as a supporting actor. I can't right. watch a whole movie of just Jack Black. Him as the lead, yeah, it's... It's it's usually not great. No, it's, um, it's like eating cheese, like the cheese whiz right out of the can. It's too much. It's too much that one. Too rich. Yeah. Now I I'm surprised. I'm reading on Wikipedia that Rotten Tomatoes has a pretty low approval rating for season two, fifty two percent. I don't know if I trust that half the time because, like, I'm all over the place, man. Sometimes I just want to turn my brain off and watch a movie. And watch something like I have a few movies like that that I love, like Three Hundred, Pacific Rim, um, old Kurosawa movies. I just want to turn my brain off and watch them. Sure, those those are you know uh, fun. Can't all be Twin Peaks? No, no. You know, so like I don't know. Again, there's been uh, Rotten Tomatoes has been a quite a bit a contentious site anyway since the whole. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, Last Jedi? Both of them. Or Force Awakens? Force Awakens, how the ratings went with that, you know? So they skew things a little bit how they want, it seems. Are you talking about the the fans? The critic approval versus the fan approval. Because I go both of them sometimes. And as I'm getting older, there's some stuff that's unforgivable. But I'll still go watch a Transformers movie. I'm ashamed to admit it. (laughs) This is 52%... From Both? critics, okay. I believe it, it's not actually clear. Um, which I can be pretty brutal when I when I critique things. I thought I would give the show maybe a seventy. Yeah, yeah, I'd give fifty-two. A, seems low. I'd uh, give it a seventy, and I tend to agree a lot of the time with Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and it says here the critical consensus consensus is. The second season leaves fans torn between the undeniably action-packed fun and the underwhelming portrayal of the charismatic Frank Castle. I wouldn't consider John Ber- Berenthal's uh, performance as underwhelming. I don't know. That's just me. No. I thought he's great I mean, in every way. But it says the portrayal of the charismatic Frank Castle is in the comics. Is he more? No, he's charismatic. Stoic. I don't. I didn't. I didn't think he was. He's rather stoic. Yeah. Um. I. It depends on who is writing him. He can get a little dark humor sometimes, but no, he's he's pretty. He's pretty much a force of nature at yeah, all times, you know. Absolutely. So I guess we can't always trust Rotten Tomatoes with with their critiques, but so let's let's circle back to sure. John Barenthal. He, in my opinion, he was great on the first three seasons of Walking Dead as Shane. Um, that show, of course, is as it's gone on has not been as great in my opinion, but I thought he was great. Essentially he plays a very similar character in Frank Castle. Uh, that rage screaming. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of grunting. He does it well. Yeah. If you, if you notice a lot of grunting in the <laughs> yes. fight scenes. Yeah. So do you think. So gritty. 
do you think John Barenthal is going to be typecast as this type of? I think he already has been. Already has uh, been. Because in if you've seen it, that uh, um, who who just played Batman? What is wrong with me? Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck uh, plays this movie called The Accountant. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I haven't, and he has seen like Aspergers, and his dad trained them both to be like military. He's a sniper, right? He's an everything. He's okay. just a special forces uh, bamf, you know. And uh, but he gets a little, he gets crooked. He does. He goes in for companies and figures out who's stealing. But he also does wet work. Okay. Too. Um, and Barenthal's brother and the villain. Sorry, spoilers. Of the, of the um of the people he's trying to track down more okay. or less and they had this again amazing brawl at the end and then they just finally like wait we're brothers i love you brother you know <laughs> i love you bro yeah and they like bro fist and then no one gets you know none of the other constituents get their way um okay. great flick i enjoyed it um actually ben affleck was awesome in it uh but yeah, I think Barenthal is going to be typecast as like, I have a giant potato. I get he's a meathead. Sure, I get punched in the face a lot. Look at me. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm looking over his filmography on uh, Wikipedia. He's had some smaller parts in movies where he his his character was not typecast as that in the past. Really. Um, and I don't remember him. He was in, uh, had a small part in Date Night with Tina Fey and Steve Carell, which is a, a kind of a romantic comedy. It was a good movie. Um, he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, which I think I can be forgiven for overlooking him because there were 30 other oh, people so that were bigger than him huge. in that movie. Everyone's huge in that movie. Um, he, I don't think he, anybody got past that particular Margot Robbie scene anyway. <sighs> I, I'm like, <laughs> wait, there, yeah. Um, he was in Fury. That um, yeah, he's a meathead in that movie too. And I, <coughs> he's a tank mechanic in it, and he's a total goober. I saw that movie once, and I don't remember his character. He's a little rapey. <laughs> oh yeah, and he just steals like food off people's plates, and he's a thug in that movie. Also, that movie's fantastic. It I is, love that movie. I need, I need to watch it again. I don't really remember that well, <coughs> but I do remember liking it. He was in Sicario, which. I don't remember him in because there were a lot of other big people in that movie. Sorry, Drew. Yeah, sorry, people. We had Emily Blunt and uh, Josh Brolin and uh, Benicio del Toro. I don't remember him in um, Sicario, but these are all movies that have violence or menace in them. Yes. Right? So we're, we're seeing a we're seeing a common yeah. thread here, and like you mentioned, the accountant. Did you ever see the movie Wind River? Yeah, and he's a thug in that movie. He's a good guy, but he's a tough guy in that movie too. Wind River's amazing. You've never seen that movie? I have not. It's on Netflix. It's um, uh, the guy who plays Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Jeremy Ritter, and he's I think he's like yep. the the new like I love that guy. He's great. Jeremy uh, Renner. Everything I've seen him in, he's been great, except <coughs> when they decided to have him uh, play. Uh, he has a grunting fight scene in that movie too, though. <laughs> he absolutely does against five dudes. Uh, and then after that, he plays a very similar character in Baby Driver as a, as a, as one of the thugs. As, as, oh, right. Yep. Um, I mean, so movies need these guys. We, yes. Yes. But he plays a good anti-hero too, as you know, as well. 
So looking into the future, <laughs> later on this year, he's in a film. He plays Lee Iacocca, the former Chrysler guy. No way. And a movie called Ford vs. Ferrari. It's an action biographical drama. He'll be a race car driver. Directed by James Mangold, who directed Logan and a couple other great movies. So should be good. Uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon are also in it. So I'd be very wow. interested in seeing that. Huh. Um, Lee Iacocca, though? Yeah. How did he get even how did he even get that role? Hey, we'll find out. Uh, it comes out at the end of June. So it might be something to, uh, to check out. Speaking of Christian Bale, man, that Dick Cheney performance was... Did you watch Vice? Unbelievable. I haven't watched it yet, but... Um, but who's the actor? Sam... Um, Sam Rockwell is George Bush. He just yeah. steals everything. He's great. I wouldn't want to be on a scene... I wouldn't be on, want to be on camera with that guy. No. He steals everything. He, he sucks energy yeah. from everyone else. He's so good. Um, did you see uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? I haven't. Is that, on, is that on Netflix? I don't know if it is. <clears throat> great movie. Um, he should have won, or did he win? Best supporting. Oh, Rockwell's in that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll have to. Maybe see he that. did win. Yeah, uh, I know he was nominated for best supporting actor, and, and he definitely deserved it. So, is there anything else you would like to talk about regarding Punisher? Um. Well, no, I mean not in particular. I um. I enjoyed a lot of the timeline choices. Um, I, I can only imagine as a director how difficult it would be to jump around and splice five different scenes together. Oh, yeah. Uh, to make it cohesive. Excuse me. They do that really well. Um, I don't know. There's so many characters. Even with 13 episodes, they had a maybe they didn't focus on castle more he was almost like a blade three mm-hmm. wesley snipes where like he's just kind of there kicking everyone's butt but has like three lines um and and, and relies a little bit more on other characters to kind of yep. carry it yeah but i don't know man he's he's a broken character right like yeah um again the pilgrim character in him they kind of like how they perceived like he's broken but accepts it. Frank Castle is. Like he's like, I'm never yes. gonna get over the death of his family. The death of his family Stuff. and this is how I'm gonna use it. And I don't know, I I um we all know in the real world that doesn't work, but it makes for fantastic stories. It makes for good fiction. Um But the Pilgrim character was similar, right? Like but Instead of it happening, like, he tried to over, like, overcome it and conquer it mm-hmm. um, and leave it behind him, but it was it was a part of him. That's who he was. And he fell back into the, the violence and... Well, he never did. He just had a ideology to, like, back it up, right? Yeah. He was very legalistic. Yeah. Um, Old Testament, right? Yeah. And... Uh, but I mean, it, that showed too. Like when he, when Frank Castle was beating him with that propane tank. Oh yeah. He's like, "You're the whirlwind." So <laughs> he kind of redeemed himself again there. So I'd hope to see him again. Yeah. As that character, I love that character. I I do too. And like I said, um, you find out you know about his 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 past and his family, and 
he's not just another uh two dimensional flat uh uh bad guy you know he's he, i'd like to if they, if they do do season three it, even if he's just on a, on a uh, two episode arc i think it would be great to see him again um now ray what would you like to do uh for the future of this show uh do, do you have any uh either netflix original films or or television shows in mind that you'd like to uh to talk about i mean we all like to stay inside of our uh bubble right of stuff we like to consume sure so i don't know um take some recommendations from each other uh there there's a show and i don't know much about it uh it looks sort of like a young x-men type show called umbrella academy yeah do do they have powers or are they just they have powers it's really cool i've watched the first six episodes of it okay and um yeah more or less they don't explain it um they keep it vague but one day, 30, 40 some odd kids across the world um, are conceived immaculately in Uh-oh. women, and they're born within like 15, 20 minutes. They, they realize they're pregnant, and the baby's born oh, that wow. fast. I know in the comic, I don't know how fast that is, but for the storytelling for you know, an episode, it's boom, like the girl's sitting on a bench at a pool. And then a baby just pops out, jumps in the water to show off to a boy and then <laughs> stays under there and a bunch of blood comes up out of the water and she's full term pregnant Ugh. and they birth her. Well, anyway, there's this eccentric billionaire scientist that goes around the world and buys these, tries to buy these kids off of the parents. Is he kind of like a Professor X? Type? Very much so. Okay. And um, he gets six, seven of them, six or seven of them. Um, I, I'll have to take better notes for next time. Sure. Um, but it's horrible. It's realistic. Like nothing good happens. Uh, like one of them dies. One of them disappears. They're all traumatized. Okay. To some degree. Uh, and then that 17 years later, they come back and they're all adults with broken lives too. Okay. <clears throat> Disappointment. And, uh, under the, of the eve of their father passing away. Their adopted father passing away. Okay. And uh, then, uh, you know, the plot ensues, right? Um, but all the characters are horror. They're horrible. <laughs> like, people to some some regard. Um, so this show really... Very is... character-driven. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So it, it plays up the the negative aspects of, of, of the characters? Yeah. And the singer uh, for My Chemical Romance is the one that wrote it. Really? As far as I'm aware. I'm nearly certain. The actual comic book he wrote yeah yes yeah and he was like you know and i'm I'm sure very heavily produced this show too Hmm. um but you know like he's got like kevin smith connections to some degree okay because his daughter was a fan (laughs) of my chem right all right and they wrote out a couple times so i i have not i haven't followed kevin smith well in the last year and a half but maybe something happened there i'll have to maybe i'll follow up on that Hmm. um but i mean he's legit He's good, and he had quite a bit to do with Doom Patrol, which is another show. Kevin Smith or the guy from the my, guy from uh, Ger- Gerard Way, I want to say his name is. I I have the Wikipedia page up right here, and it is in fact created by uh, created by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba, who I don't his know who artist. that is. Yeah. All um, right. Well, he's quite a bit. He has quite a bit. Uh, he reminds me of a, a young like Mike Mignola, who um, 
drew Hellboy. Okay. Their, their, their styles, I mean, he, one of them's a fan of the other. You okay, know what I mean? Sure. I want to say he's a fan of Magnolia. I love Magnolia. I love Mike Hellboy, the artwork, and we won't even go into the new Heckboy movie. I, I was going to ask you, uh, what, what, are you, what are your expectations for I was, uh, like, salty about Chief, uh, Chief Toro Chief doing? Hopper playing. Uh, yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. He is great, but. I think he got rushed. And, yeah, plus, um, yeah, like you said, the. The director from the first two movies is not involved. And so. I was I didn't like it because it's like it's nothing like the comic. It's gorgeous. Of course it's gonna be absolutely gorgeous. Del uh, Del Toro makes everything beautiful. Yes, he does. Uh but now I'm like, please God bring him back. Yeah, well <laughs> we'll we'll have to see how that goes. I will be pirating that movie, maybe. <laughs> Hypothetically. Uh I they're not getting any of my money. They it just even from the trailer, like, do I even need to go see the movie now? Um and uh, what's Mila Jovovich is getting a little long in the tooth as well. Um, really, I <clears throat> think she's still so. Oh so no, she's still beautiful. Aged wonderfully, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't know how much clout she has anymore, as much as maybe they think she does. I may, I don't know. Um, she's a great act. She's a good actress, though, just to an extent. I, I don't. I don't know if it's a, objectively a good movie, but I love the Fifth Element. Oh, her, and Bruce Willis, amazing! It's 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 yeah. goofy. Gary Oldman's everyone's Gary Oldman is in it. yeah, great yeah. act. Um, and there's a Netflix original film starring Mads Mikkelsen called Polar, which I think is looks very interesting, and I, I oh, would yeah. like to watch it and talk about it. And you mentioned you have watched it. Would you like to do an episode? Oh, absolutely. Or maybe perhaps I'll probably watch it again tonight. Perhaps. On our next episode, maybe we can go a little longer and talk about both Polar and Umbrella Academy and both. We could okay, do, sure. We could do two things. This is our show. We can do whatever the heck yeah, we want. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, something obscure on there maybe I wouldn't mind picking up. Um, I don't know how you feel about documentaries, but Netflix has yeah. a ton of documentaries. Yeah, I think it would be cool to, to look through something that, that looks really good and interesting and maybe do do a do a documentary. Yeah, I, I mean, I pref- I used to back when the Discovery Channel was when they had good stuff, good stuff on there. <laughs> that was what I watched. It was all animal, mostly animal documentaries sure. until Animal Planet came out. Um, but I I love those type of documentaries, which we couldn't do a podcast on. But they're beautiful. They're uh, in, very informative. But yeah, there's a a ton of documentaries on there. Um, yeah, even some of like a, obscure B movie. There's that movie with um. Martin Friedman. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the zombie movie, and it's done in Australia. The guy, you know, uh, I, I know, I know the Bill Baggins. Yep, I know the actor, but um, I've not heard of the film. So it's a, it's a zombie, but it's all character driven because you hardly see any zombies in the movie. You've watched it? Oh yeah, it's okay. amazing. It's Maybe a Netflix original too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I will write that down because I love. Um, he's a great actor, and I love zombie films. So. We will we will look into that. But there's so much. There's a lot of content on there, and then too, like there's any tons, any yes. audience members or people that partake, maybe uh, throw us a suggestion in a Facebook comic or uh, whatever. Yes, and um, and in the future, if we want, we can have a guest on as well um, for a podcast. Uh, it's always uh, the more the merrier. Um, we just got to make sure that person has the same uh, views as us because we don't want any outsiders in here. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, but, yes, 
any listeners out there give us any sort of feedback and comments we'd be very grateful for and that is it for the first episode of netflix and kill i'm your co-host andrew and i'm ray and we look forward to doing this uh in the future thank you thank you for listening